Welcome to Women Leading the Way Radio Show, where each time you'll hear from successful women CEOs, executives, and professionals, where we'll discover how they do what they do to be successful in business. We'll be interviewing women who have overcome big challenges, women who have incredible stories of lessons learned in dealing with adversity. We'll even interview women who have started and grown successful organizations and women who are C-level executives with unique talents and positions. Our goal is to bring successful businesswomen together to share how they're leading the way in business today. Good morning, and welcome to Women Lead Radio, brought to you by the Connected Women of Influence. I'm Diane Callahan, your host of The Lighthearted Life, and our topic today is the profit of kindness, and I am so, so excited for my guest today. She is a best-selling author, international speaker, and publicity strategist, Jill Lublin. Hi, Jill. Hey, how are you? So nice to be here with you. I got to tell you, I've been so excited about having you on as a guest. Um, folks, Jill is, is amazing. She is the author of four best-selling books, um, and the one that we want to talk about today that I'm in love with is called The Prophet of Kindness, How to Influence Others, Establish Trust, and build lasting build business relationships. I'm holding the book right now. It's highlighted. It's dog-eared because when I go through it, I find so many great thoughts, great ways of being is, is what I really think of when I read this book and think about what you've shared in the different trainings that I've been a part of. So, Jill, let me, let me start by asking you a couple questions. Um, one of the big things in the book is talking about how kindness is really a business strategy. It's, it's a way of being, as I said, but it's also a business strategy. So tell me what, 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 what got you started or what made you think about writing this book? Mm, well, actually, it was my 85-year-old friend who I uh, have been blessed to know for, gosh, more than 30 years. And, you know, frankly, I was taking care of her in her aging journey and supporting her uh, with, you know, whatever was needed, going to the doctor's appointments, running over there if something happened, you know how it goes, right? And one day she looked at me and she said, you know, Jill, you're so kind. Imagine if we all were like this. We could have a new currency, she said, the currency of kindness. And that was my aha moment. And next thing I know, the publishers said yes, and the book came out very fast. And all of a sudden, it was like, okay, this is key. We're doing it, right? And just what a blessing it's been. Um, now I run the kindness circles, intentional kindness communities, um, and which, by the way, if you haven't been, I want you in, Diane, and your listeners, just saying. <laughs> I just wrote, Jill, literally, I just wrote it in my calendar for next week. Like, literally. Oh, I'm, I'm so like, glad. <laughs> and so what I love is that you you recognize, in fact, the funny thing is, when I was getting ready for the show, what I wrote at the top of my notes was the currency of kindness because, you know, I had read it in the book. And I love that it just, because when you shared the story about your 85-year-old friend and she said the currency of kindness, you and I both kind of went, ah, because there it is. It's so important. And I love that you picked up on that. And not only about being kind people, which is so, so important, but to be able to connect that to 
successful businesses, literally a way of being that will generate success, whether you have, you're a solopreneur or you have your own business or you work inside of a larger business. And so I want you to share with us, like, how, how can kindness help business? Mm. So let me just say, the reality is, listen, as a publicity expert, I'm like, okay, this must work together. Yes, because kind companies get more publicity. That's just really the bottom line. The reality is if you're, yes, right? If you're a kind company, we see this Honda ran a kindness campaign. Dignity Health, one of the largest healthcare providers, runs a human kindness campaign on the side of their buses in a major metropolitan area in San Francisco, right? So obviously yes. kindness is the kind of thing that companies want to promote. And my friends, all of you want to create kindness because the reality is it expands not only your business, but of course, personally, in all of your relationships, it makes you feel better. We don't do kindness for any particular reason. We do it because it, well, it supports all others to support you and it supports you in supporting others. You know, it's just one of those win, win, win all the way around. I love that. And and you're so right. Companies, you know, kind of are looking for ways to stand out and kindness stands out, which kind of makes me because it means that it's more rare than mm. we would like it to be, right? Because it stands out. If everybody was kind and businesses were all kind, it wouldn't stand out as much, but it does. So what is one of the things you talk about is the ROK. What is that? Oh, yes, because, you know, Diane, everyone's talking about ROI, which, of course, is important in business, my friends. But here's the great news. If you have ROK, return on kindness, what happens is you will have ROI, guaranteed, I promise you. And ROK, is I call them return on kindness principles. There's things like compassion, generosity, flexibility, you know, patience. Without all of these things, guess what? Businesses aren't growing. And what I've discovered is that if you have these other principles, um, return on kindness principles, it's going to give you the rocks and the foundation for your increased profit, for your ROI. So rocks equal ROI, return on kindness principles. It's the acronym. ROCK, R-O-K, gives you ROI. R-O-K gives you ROI. And here's... As I was reading through the book and thinking through our conversation today, what really hit me was that it has to be authentic. If you want Mm. to get the ROI from the ROK, (laughs) um, it can't be just a ploy or uh, today's, you know, strategy. It has to be for real. And you have to... You know, so, so what, what businesses need to do, in my opinion, and I want your opinion on this, they need to find a way to make it, like, real, not transactional, but real. And so how, how do businesses do that? Mm. So <laughs> here's the thing. Yes, this needs to be real. But here's my advice for all of you listening. Start with a conscious act of kindness every single day. I know people say random acts of kindness, and you know what? 
practice any kindness you can. But the point is, <laughs> if you're intentional, meaning conscious, act of kindness, it's as simple as writing a card, smiling at someone, opening the door, bring your neighbor some food. My neighbor fell, you know, a couple weeks ago, and I brought her a dinner. I have a, somebody else mm-hmm. recovering from long COVID. I brought her Food, right? Food is always good because everybody can use it. Um, But, you know, the thing is, if you practice one conscious act of kindness every single day, I promise you uh, great results. All of a sudden you're going to go, oh, this this really, uh, this feels good, right? It's just simple. And what I noticed about kindness is that it makes you feel good because, well, you know, you're spreading goodness. I mean, how you you just got to feel better with that. Well, you know, there's research around that whole, obviously, you know this, but for the listener search around all of this in terms of kindness, um, that says that you literally feel better about life because you're putting goodness into the world so it proves that the world is good. And so Mm. you can move forward with that confidently, like I'm creating a a, a kinder world and, and the world is good because I'm putting goodness into it. And so the more that you put goodness, kindness out into the world, the more aware you are of all the goodness and kindness that's coming your way. And so you feel your worldview feels more positive. Do you agree with that, Jill? Yes. And, you know, the truth is in today's world, You know, can we all agree, oh, my gosh, we need some kindness. Oh, my gosh, we need some ways to reduce anxiety and stress that we're all feeling. And, you know, this is real, right? And what also is real is each other helping each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, you know, imagine this. Your neighbor brings you, like, my neighbor drops off little sweet treats up at my door and she'll text me going, you know, I call them Betty's bites, <laughs> but uh, you know, dessert, dessert at your door. She'll text me. Oh. So like, Oh my God, is that incredible or what? Um, so yes. I love and that. that. Is, do you know what that really is? So we, we call it kindness and that it is kindness, but it, what it really is, is love, right? Mm. It's like, yes. Love out and see, I, I talk when, you know, I'm a coach and a speaker like you, and I talk a lot about love because we have a tendency to think of love as the romantic type, right? Like Mm. we think if we're not, if we don't have a special someone, then it is very easy for people to feel like they don't have love in their life, right? But what I try to say is there's love does not have one definition. Love is you know, an act. Love is how we, how we walk through life. So when you put love out in whatever way that is, if it's, you know, taking in a stray kitty cat or bringing Betty's bites to your neighbor and bringing dessert or dropping a text message this morning, I thought, who can I text that I can give some um, encouragement to? And I remembered um, a young who recently got a new job and she negotiated for a better salary, and when she negotiated, they came back with even more than she negotiated for. And I texted her today, and I told her, you are a badass. I'm so proud of you. And I said, you knew your value, telling them that they saw even greater value in you. So my point being 
is when we pour out love, we're experiencing love. It's not just the romantic kind of flowers and candy and, you know, bedroom antics. It's all of it. And mm, that's what we, exactly. our, little, our little souls most want is love, right? Mm. We want love, right? I think so. I think bottom line, we want to be appreciated. We want to be yeah. recognized. We want to be validated. We want love. We want kindness. You know, kindness has been talked about in every religion as a main point, right? As a main point right. of, of how to live and as well as love. And love is predicated on kindness. Absolutely. Absolutely. They go hand in hand. You know, I saw something, I can't remember who said it, but um, it basically said, you know, we're all just walking each other home. Don't mm. you love that? Oh, I love that. Right? I love that. We we're all walking each other home. Let's just do it with kindness and, and joyfulness. Now, let me tell you, I'm going to take a little break right now um, because we're going to take a quick moment to recognize one of our sponsors and partners. Women Lead Radio is brought to you today by Connected Women of Influence and our partner, Microsoft. The Microsoft mission is to empower every person and organization on this planet to achieve more. Microsoft believes technology is a powerful force for good, and they're working to foster a sustainable future where everyone has access to the benefits and opportunities created by technology. Microsoft believes technology can and should be a powerful force for good, and that meaningful innovation can and will contribute to a brighter world in big and small ways. Thank you for your, for your support, Microsoft, and to all of our sponsors and partners who make this show possible. And now back to The Lighthearted Life and our guest, Jill Lublin. Um, Jill, one of the things that I read in your book was that it was it's a, something, I wrote a note about how a compassionate act can create absolute lifelong loyalty. Tell me more about that. Mm. You know, you know, it's interesting. I have people who come back to me for my publicity services eight years later, 10 years later, and they say, you know, I always remember your generous heart or your kind demeanor, and you're the kind of person I want to work with. That yes. is called business that's generated on who you be, right? Um, yes. And, and, that's the kind of thing I'm talking about. Um, and, you know, sometimes it's really that people will do business with businesses that are heartfelt, that care. I mean, listen, I give my business quicker to a business that I know I'm going to come in, be greeted kindly, that they care about me, that they're doing good work in the community. I will absolutely yes. give business one over another if I know they're donating. Like, I brought my wedding dress. Yes, after 27 years, I'm actually getting married. Is that hysterical? I love it. So, Wait, guess what? what? I, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Just thought I'd drop that in. <laughs> I'm, thank you. That's awesome. I, we're going to have to talk more outside of this. But go on. Continue. <laughs> so, thank you. I'm excited. And guess what? I bought my wedding dress at a place called Brides for a Cause. Why? Think of the name. And Brides for a Cause, they're donating every portion of a wedding dress sale to a nonprofit. I love buying my wedding dress at a place like that versus any other place where maybe they're not doing that. You know what I'm saying, right? Right. 
There's so I live in um, the Inland Empire. I used to live in Novato, though. Thank you very much, Jill. We could have been oh neighbors. Oh my gosh! I know. Um, but I live in the Inland Empire near Redlands, California, and there's an organization called the Beloved Foundation, and they have a bridal store, and all of their proceeds go to because they get a lot of um, dresses donated by um, manufacturers and designers and previously worn in love dresses, and their um, proceeds go to support families. And mm. why wouldn't you want to buy your gown there, your dress there? Of course you mm. would. I mean, if we can find ways to make our dollars make an, a, a positive impact in the world, obviously, right? But, I mean, we need to get more, get the word out more, that that opportunity exists. Mm. Yes. Yes, exactly. And the point is, you know, I think if we set the example individually, each one of us, Take on yes. that conscious act of kindness, one of them, every single day. Set an example. Just be that with no expectation of anything coming back. Imagine what a beautiful world it would be, right? I mean, really. Imagine. Yes. <laughs> and, and so those of us who, who have received that message, right, in any kind of way, we really bear responsibility to live that, that way of being so that we can be a living example to the rest of the world. And it's not like we're putting ourselves on a pedestal, but people, we're, all of us are role models, and people are always watching what we do and how we do it. And so mm-hmm. when we know about the importance of supporting organizations or, and, and so much the importance of kindness, we have a responsibility to live that way so people mm-hmm. can see it emulated and be excited to do it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, it's, again, uh, at the basis, really, of all human interaction, kindness. It's so easy. It's free. You know, there are so many ways we can give without spending anything and give because it's the right thing to do. And, again, like you said earlier, when you do that, because it's the right thing to do, because it's the way you want to move in this world, right, then – that is so, so good for our spirit, for our self-confidence. You know, it makes us feel and know that we are good and valuable people. And, and, we, and, and we can approve of ourselves. I talk about this a lot. It feels like more and more, fewer and fewer people approve of themselves. They're always ready with a list of things should do better, could do better, should lose 20 pounds, whatever dumb thing, I mean, I don't mean it's dumb, but whatever thing it is, we're so ready to should on ourselves instead of to approve of ourselves. And then we go through life with this sort of diminished sense of self-value and self-confidence. And being kind regularly, intentionally, consciously will have a huge impact on that. Do you agree? Mm. No. Yes, yes. So the point is, the point is that the power of our, um, who we be, right? Who I just, yes. well, I love how you said it. I'm just going to leave it there because I think you made the point, right? <laughs> is, the point is, my friends, be kinder, be more loving, be uh, a person that you would want to model in the world, you know, walk that, talk that, be that. Wow, imagine. 
and hey, imagine. let's let's be sure. I know. Imagine. Let's be sure we remind people when we say be kinder. That starts with being kinder to ourselves. Mm-hmm. To, exactly. To pour out love upon ourselves. To work on eradicating all of those negative comments that come so easily into our minds and and out of our mouths, right? About ourselves. The the most important relationship we'll ever have is with ourselves, And so we should be treating ourselves best of all. And then from that flows all kinds of joy and kindness to others. So be kind to yourself at the beginning, right, Jill? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes, yes. Now, (laughs) I have, yes, yes. I have a couple questions about, um, you know, the profit of kindness, about kindness in business. And so I'm thinking of one of my um, uh, clients, a a small company that I work with, and I wanted to wonder, like, how do you fuel teamwork with kindness? How can you use kindness Mm. to strengthen teamwork? Mm. Well, here's what I noticed, Um, you know, in interviewing companies for the profit of kindness. What I Mm -hmm. noticed was that um, kind companies have more uh, have better teams, let me put it like that, have not only better teams, but teams that are uh, more aligned with each other, more connected mm-hmm. with each other, enjoy each other, right? And so to me, like, that's the point about kindness, that we can uh, interact in a team environment with more kindness. And what happens is more gets done, companies mm-hmm. are more profitable, there's far more um, leverage, and most importantly, they enjoy each other. I think right there, right there is the great case for kindness in teams. Because work to me is so important and value. I love work. I always have. And so, and, and we spend so much of our time at work, right? Mm. And so mm. we enjoy it. We should enjoy our colleagues, we should enjoy the work. You know, of course, that choosing work that has meaning to us, choosing companies that um, we feel proud to be part of. But what would be your suggestion if you were working with a company that hadn't yet gelled in that kind of way with, with a kind um, foundation for their team? What would you suggest they could do to build more kindness? Well, and I do, yes, and I do speak to companies on uh, the culture of kindness, right? So we often start with, all right, you know, what, where do we really need to start? Like, you got to get honest, you got to get true. What's going on in the company? We're not pointing fingers. And listen, I had a guy from Hewlett Packard, and he came to me around publicity because he said, my <laughs> reputation stinks, right? Um, you know, and, I, okay. and people don't like me. People don't like me. So he paid me for public relations consulting so he could increase his reputation in the company. Point taken, right? So we yes. first start with, yeah, what's going on in the team? What's going on, you know, so that um, – what would I call it? So that, you know, you have better teamwork, you can more connected with each other, all that good stuff. And, and I think we got to start there. It's just, yeah. Uh, what's going on and what do we need to do next? Yeah. I, I think that's so wise because you know what? The thing is that you have to, 
you have to name it, right? You have to talk about it. You have to say, you know, we're, we're struggling a little bit. There's some backbiting. There's a lack of trust or whatever it may be. And then so team together, how can we make that better? Because mm-hmm. we want your day to be great here, not awful. So let's, as a team, how do we do that? Mm-hmm. And then, exactly. So another thing, and, and this is interesting because you, you mentioned the gentleman from Hewlett-Packard. I wanted to ask about, like, how does kindness help you increase your, you know, your fear of influence? Mm. Well, here's the thing. If you have people talking about your company or who you are, even personally within your company, what mm-hmm. it does is it, it gets more people in your circle. Your sphere mm-hmm. grows wider. Listen, I know I have more people in my publicity breakthrough boot camps because one person brings three because they had a great time because they know who I am and what I showed them of who I am personally and they want to be taught by someone like me versus maybe another mentor. And I've had enough people tell me this, Diane, that I know it's true, right? It's like I'm choosing you because of who you are as a person. Those are the words people say to me. Yes. Now, yes, right? So with that, with that, um, that's how business grows. Like I'll have one recommend or refer three people. This happened in my latest publicity boot camp is one brought three. Yep. Because – there's, and that's the way it all works, right? Really, that's word of mouth. Exactly. Right? There's this one person who is totally in your court, right? They're like, I want to work with Jill. Hey, you guys should work with Jill too. She's the one that taught me all this stuff, you know? And it's word of mouth. And, of course, we, we've, with all of the technology and everything that's out there, you know, the social media and all of the, you know, oh, you have to post three times a day and all the rules and everything like that, it really still comes down to le- legitimate word of mouth, people being um, excited about a company or a person because, you know, their values match, because they're kind. Right. They're, right? And then right. remember the exact commercial, and they'll tell two friends, and they'll tell two friends, and so on. Yes. <laughs> and, and, exactly. and it's the opposite. Literally the opposite. So if, if you're if if someone has a terrible interaction with a company or a person, um, they'll not tell two friends. They'll tell ten friends, right? Mm, I mean, mm, then mm-hmm. you'll have the a, a even more exponentially negative experience. So I want to. We have a few more minutes, and I want to wrap up this amazing conversation with sort of a more global look at the impact of kindness. I mean, I, I, the focus of profit of kindness in business is, is so, so valuable, and, and it's such a different way of looking at business. But I have been feeling, and I think you have too, sort of a, a, a lack of kindness, a lack of civility, a lack of happiness over the last probably maybe five years or so with COVID and all that that implies and all of the division in our country. And so how can we be more kind in this divided, sort of irritated country of ours? 
Oh boy, that's the million dollar question, isn't it? <laughs> and um, this is this is <laughs> that's my, why I left it for last. <laughs> oh, thanks so much. Yes, because this is the main, this is the main point. This is the main point. How do we become more civilized, more powerful, more connected, more with each other? And and well, I know you would say the word love. I'd say the word kind to each other. And we're talking the same language. So here's the thing. Um, and I'll just go back. One conscious act of kindness every single day, I promise you, will make a big difference. Um, you know, one, just do one thing every single day. That's 365 a year. Imagine what a better, beautiful, more, um, more loving world we would live in. And that, to me, is where it's at and how special life can be. Yes? That and come to my kindness circles. They're free. We would love to have you. Well, that is a great way to wrap this up because, Jill, how can people find out more about you or how can they connect with you? Well, if you go to jilllublin.com, excuse me, I'm sorry, publicitycrashcourse.com slash free gift, Mm -hmm. publicitycrashcourse.com slash free gift, that'll bring you right into my world and it'll be great to share all of that with each of you. Wonderful. So listeners, um, pick up the book. Let me just say this, The Prophet of Kindness. There's so many examples and stories in the book, and it really, it, you know, it helps you grow in the One of the areas that is, is a growth area for me is patience. Um, mm. it You're not alone. <laughs> I know, right? But, and, and I've been, actually I've been trying to think about impatience as its own kind of positive thing because impatient people get a lot done, you know? Mm-hmm. So I just, but I want to be patient when I'm interacting with people. And so I keep working on it, but also in the book is, is a lot of information about being flexible, about gratitude, about being generous. I mean, there's so many great examples. Oh, and compassion. And so the book is just lovely to read. And it's just a, it's like a, it's like a, trimmer on how to be in this world and how to be more kind. So I say go find the book on Amazon or anywhere else you buy books. Go go to the um, publicitycraftcourse.com. Um, get to know Jill. Join her kindness circles. Um, if you need publicity um, training, she's the girl. Excuse me, woman. She's your woman. She knows it all. And I've been to many of her publicity boot camps. So On that note, I would like to say thank you, Jill. Thank you so much for being my guest today. I can't tell you how excited I've been to have Mm. this day get here. (laughs) Because we could talk for two hours. I know we could. 30 minutes. Thank you. Thank you for having me, my dear. (laughs) You are welcome. And, And let me also say a special thanks to our listeners. We have listeners across the country. You're an international speaker. Our listeners come from many countries and the U.S. And um, after our show today, you can listen to Women Lead Radio on all subscription podcasts, you know, specifically Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio. You can find these shows there. And I'm not the only host, so there's a lot of amazing shows. And we are quickly expanding to do a daily radio show and podcast. But for now, we'll be back again for another live Women Lead Radio show on Mondays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and on Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time. 
So everyone, it has been my sincere pleasure to be your host today. Thank you for listening. And I just wish that you have a lighthearted life and go out there and fill this world with conscious acts of kindness. Have a great day. Women Leading the Way is produced by Connected Women of Influence, the premier private membership organization where like-focused, business-to-business, executive and professional women connect, collaborate, and cultivate a vast network of high-level affiliations, resources, and professional relationships. For more information about Connected Women of Influence, please visit our website at connectedwomenofinfluence.com.